now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Five Minutes of Good Stuff with Carlisi. I'm your favorite host of this particular podcast, Carlisi, and we have uh, new episodes every Sunday at noon o'clock. Uh, as you may have seen by the title of this episode, this is a plus episode. And uh, anytime you see a plus symbol before the title, that means that this episode will go over five minutes. Yes, that does happen. And, uh, you know, hey, nothing wrong with breaking the rules. And that's what I mean. It's my podcast. So I break, uh, I'm not breaking any rules. I'm just breaking the, the title of the podcast. Uh, this is episode 15. I don't know if I said that or not. But uh, we have our second most favorite co-host of this show. That's <laughs> uh, my wife, Kayleezy. Let's give a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! So good to have you second here. Second favorite co-host. Yeah, second favorite. Who's your first favorite co-host? Uh, me. Oh, okay. I am the best and the second best. Oh, okay. Now you've you've been on a couple of episodes so far, uh, maybe two or three, and people, I mean, they love you. Let's just the critics' review is in. People love you. You're you're that girl. What do you what do you say to that? What do you say to the critics who saying that they like you? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Everyone has said though that, uh, and you know this too, but also people have told me this that they're surprised at how sassy you are. Or no, or was it feisty? <laughs> was it feisty or sassy? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm uh-huh. kind of surprised to hear sassy. It, it may have been feisty. I think. Uh, I think they're like, oh, she's just so super. Feisty. Is that what you mean? No, no, they did not say witty. Hmm. It was definitely feisty or sassy. I'll take it. Uh, now, uh, do you think that's true then? Um, I guess so. I guess so. I think it like it comes out around certain people. And I'm that certain person. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How lucky I am. You're very lucky to bring out the feist, the, the sass, the feistiness. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a few people have said that, and, uh, you know, I don't know if that's because they don't get into combative topics with you enough, or, um, I just, I bring out the, the feist. You could say maybe they don't provoke me. Provoke you. See, I'm not really known to provoke people. That's the last thing I want to do. I'm a, (laughs) a very, uh, I'm a peacemaker. Uh, my sarcasm does not frustrate people, uh, and I, I don't. It's calming. Yeah, I don't really pro- not not known to be a provoker of things, and I wouldn't contribute that to the fact that it's fun. Would not do that, but uh, mm. sometimes there are key words that you could say that really do get people going, <laughs> and you may have experienced that here or there. So. Oh yeah. Very good. Well, I uh, I got a few things on the list to talk about today. Folks, if you're listening in and you're like, man, this is a long podcast, that's the whole point of my podcast. I don't want long episodes. Five minutes is perfect. I mean, maybe one day I move up to 10 minutes. That's kind of pushing it. But five minutes is good because no one's got time for long podcasts. But um, you don't have to listen to this all at once. Okay? Don't feel bad. You can pause it. You can pick it up a week later or what or never pick it up again. But uh, don't feel like you have to listen to this all at once. Or, hey, man, throw it to 1.5 times speed. You know? I I sometimes forget you can go 1.5 times speed. You don't want to go over that. But you can definitely go over, uh, you know, up to 1.5 times. Then we could talk super fast. Because I already talk fast. So you can even go even faster. But I don't, uh, I don't want to – I don't know if people feel discouraged by that. There's podcasters that go two and a half hours. That's a, that is Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow, when you put it that way. All right. And one whole is constantly talking. Granted, now these are professionals and they get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, so they are entertainers. Uh, but just for like a little no name podcast that gets 12 to 14 listens uh, each week, it's not, it's not worth going that long. So, with that PSA out of the way, we're over five minutes. Woo! Woo! We did it. We did it. Yay! Breaking the mold. So, I guess the biggest thing is if people listen to the last podcast, last week's podcast, they noticed that I mentioned um, our journey to Florida and 
uh, our most favorite restaurant, Bojangles. Mm-hmm. And we're back. We successfully had Bojangles. Not as much as we'd like, but I would say it was a good amount. I think it was a good amount. A I good think amount. I was... Now, hear me out. I think I was maybe starting to get a little... Um, what's the word? A little underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. With it. Maybe just... You're talking way lower than me. Am I? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fine. Because then you get loud like that right there. So it you spike, which is fine. Now you're making me self conscious. People are gonna just gonna have to turn up the volume and kinda mess around with it. But if they got the earphones on, it's not a problem. I don't think that that underwhelming and Bojangles ever go together. I don't know. I just I felt like I started to have it so many times that it kinda lost a oh. little bit of charm just because wow. it's like it was this rare thing that we just can't ever have around here. And then the, I started having it a lot. And I don't know. But see, here's the thing. You're not going to have it again for like another year. Yeah, I know. I mean, it wasn't. It, I mean, it was so good. Yeah. It's kind of no. like how, you know, Canes was like a really big deal because the closest one was Columbus. Yeah. And then we got one like five minutes from us. And it's like, oh, it's still good. But. Now, uh, here's the thing, though. You get the same thing every time. What else is there to get? I mean, I tried two different things. How'd that go? I got the uh, Cajun filet, which was not very good. See? Uh, It may have just been that particular Bojangles. And then I got the, uh, oh, I got the three-piece dark. And the best part about it is that Bojangles is so smart that, their three-piece dark is two thighs and one leg, which everywhere else is all about giving you two legs and a thigh or uh, throwing a wing in there for some super reason. Mm. Bojangles is like, hey, let me give you two thighs. And it was deliciousness, mm. juicy. And then I got the tenders a couple times, which were good. Only thing I regret doing is not getting the chicken sandwich that looked like it was going to be better than Popeye's chicken sandwich. Which is uh, blasphemy, I know, but um, yeah, yeah. So you got two more years. I mean, not, sorry, not I say a year. Probably one is possible, but more than likely two years before you'll have Bojangles again. Does that change your mind of what you're saying? I don't know. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> okay, that was uh, maybe I don't very know. detailed. Maybe like closer to the year mark. You you'll know, start. It'll hit again. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was dope. I I think that for me personally, I I was hooked on that honey mustard sauce. Yes, it was is amazing honey mustard. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. But I accidentally got thrown in my lap six <laughs> bow sauce uh, dipping cups, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, he gave me a lot." This guy didn't give us anything, and I kept saying, "I need this. I need this." We ordered this. Can't get this. And he just dumped 12 sauces in our laps. Six honey mustard, six bow sauce. And I was like, well, we got all this bow sauce. I might as well try it. And I didn't know that my life would change completely for the better after having the bow special sauce. It's a, it's amazing sauce. I it's like a it's like a horseradish, like, but has a kick to it somewhere. So I'm assuming some ro- roasted red pepper, maybe. I don't know. But it was to die for. It's truly amazing. You should try it. There's one left. Did you try some? I did try it. Remember, it was way too spicy for me. Yeah, way too spicy. Everything's too spicy. Uh, Yeah, so Bojangles, give it A+. Better than Popeye's, better than KFC. Agreed. Uh, The closest one is five hours away, so we will more than likely not have it for a while. Maybe we'll make a weekend trip. I did find out today that a No, we're not. Uh, I did (laughs) find out today a friend lives in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And that is 30 minutes away from the Bojangles in Reading, Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, so they said they were going to go. And I asked, I said, if I give you $10, would you get me six honey mustard and six bow sauce, please? And bring it back to me. And I would be greatly uh, forever in their debt. But is this for real? Yes. This was today. This <laughs> was like two hours ago. Oh, my God. And so we'll see what happens. She, she could have been lying to me. Or I, I don't know. Uh, but their sauces are just really good, and you can't order them online, uh, which I guess makes sense, but whatever. I did find out that 
uh, we, we talked about this. Uh, so when we got further south, we started noticing that almost every exit had a Bojangles. Yeah. Like, it's always Bojangles, Waffle House, and uh, what was it, Chick-fil-A? No, uh, or Cat- no. Was that Shoney's? Shoney's, yeah. Shoney's was a gas station, right? I don't know. We never found out what it was. Never went. But they were everywhere. Yeah. So uh, it turns out North Carolina has 340 Bojangles. <laughs> So uh, that's why we're seeing one every episode, uh, every episode, every <laughs> exit. And South Carolina had like 200 something maybe. So they're just completely, as soon as you get to Virginia, they're just like wasps. They're everywhere trying to attack you at each exit. Mm-hmm. Now, the funny story is that, and we're still talking, yes, we're still talking about Bojangles. Uh, the funny <laughs> story is that only two of the five Bojangles we went to, we can actually go inside and eat. Yeah. Every other one, the interior was closed. COVID's messing up our love of sitting and enjoying Bojangles. Isn't that messed up? It's messed up. So hopefully in two years, if you hear this, Mr. Mister Jangle, could you, could you please open back up the inside of your stores, please? We miss you. Uh, now, we went to South, uh, St. Augustine, South Florida, I almost said. <laughs> and we were there for five or six days. Camping with some friends from our church. It was a great time. Uh, lots of cool hangouts. Get to hang out with people you don't, you know, you, you kind of see in the busyness of life. So that was nice to slow down. And uh, we had breakfast at our favorite spot almost every day. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, Anastasia's Kitchen. If you're ever in St. Augustine, go to St. Anastasia's Kitchen. Because <laughs> that's the place to be. Uh, cash only. She's... Uh, Old school in that way, where uh, for some strange reason we're still not doing card, even though you could just get a card reader. I'm sure they won't charge you like that, but whatever. Impossible. And it went to Pizza Time, which Pizza Time is rated the number two best pizza spot in the United States. Now, me and you have become pizza connoisseurs over the past year. Yes. We've eaten at a lot of local pizza places and have discovered. Um, what it looks like to have real good pizza, not um, franchise pizza, which franchise pizza definitely doesn't care about the ingredients or um, uh, giving you good quality pizza. And also, it's up to the maker, obviously, too, but you can tell they don't care. But most of the local, uh, besides a few pizza places, do seem to care and are mixing up things. So we were glad to come back to Pizza Time with uh, more of a um, renowned tongue, so to speak. And uh, I'll give my thoughts. You give your thoughts because I've been talking for a while. But, uh, you know, going into Pizza Time, there's always a line, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, We were lucky enough to be like third out of the door. So no problem. They expanded, which is tight. So now we can actually sit and enjoy and eat. And it's not just a one-lane restaurant. But uh, there's more to it now. I got two slices of pizza. And I got a garlic knot for free for my birthday, which is cool. Because uh, someone gave it to me that I knew there. I got a meat lover's pizza and I got a lasagna pizza. And then Kayleezy got a uh, um, just a pepperoni pizza. And um, we got two drinks and it was $35. Yeah. <laughs> just... I mean, they're very big <laughs> slices. Yeah. But $35. That is two large pizzas local. You could probably get, you could get away with two large pepperoni pizzas for $30 at a local, like a good chain. Um, so they we ordered the pizza. The pizza's been sitting out for God knows how long. And they put it back in the oven to cook more, which makes the crust hard as a brick. And, uh, we sit down and start eating it, and I'm like, okay, this is really good. Lasagna pizza, I don't normally wouldn't get anything like this, so that's unique. It's unique. It's great. Um, it had, like, ground meat and ricotta cheese and other stuff on it. I can't remember. Milo's pizza had everything, pepperoni, sausage, uh, like, meatballs. It was everything. It was wild. And, uh, like, just the crust, though, dude, it was not good. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, you know, it's nice to have, like, a fluffy – uh, maybe like a butter crust or something like show some love to the crust. There was no love to the crust whatsoever. Um, but the ingredients were fresh. It was cool, but it was blazing hot because they put it in the oven for like 10 minutes. And uh, cheese was super melty, super good. 
almost though like it was just so um it felt like it was so overwhelming because it was such a big pizza and there's so much on it that i just didn't really i don't think i really enjoyed it all that much too much it was just too much i yeah. think so uh that's my review on it people are gonna hate me for that that's okay <laughs> we have different tongues and that's okay well what are your thoughts um i I think I was kind of disappointed. So I got like a just regular pepperoni pizza kind of thinking like this is, you know, going to be a better comparison to like where we have gotten pizza before. Because like if I get a really fancy special kind of pizza, like, you know, I can't compare that to we always get you know, pineapple and pepperoni. Granted, there was no pineapple. That probably would have been nicer. But yeah. you can't, like, make your own pizza. They just have, like, the custom whatever, and then you get whatever, you know, slices. Um, so I think, like, for pepperoni, it was just, like, okay. I mean, I've definitely had worse. It was good. But I think for the hype of being, like, number two in the United States, it just was, like, all right. Like, I've had better in Ohio. <sighs> Um, like I think the place in Sugar Creek was better, but if I had had one of the like special ones, like grandma's pizza, I remember I had that like five years ago and I liked that a lot, but that was also before I was a pizza connoisseur. Pizza connoisseur. So, uh, yeah, I think like comparing pepperoni to pepperoni, it was meh. If I had tried something else, maybe I would feel differently. So maybe next time when we go in a year or two. Could be different. Could be different. different. Now, I don't know where the uh, number one pizza is. Let's see. I feel like also, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of cynical of those ratings. Like, you know how, like, there's so many best-selling books or whatever. Like, number one best. I'm like... Everybody says that. How do you, like, is it even true? How do you know? That's kind of how I feel about, like, rating, like, even just pizza time as number two. I'm like, says who? Like, is this even? I'm sure there are other places that say they're number two. Maybe that's just me, but. I don't remember. They look up number one and then see how many say number one. I mean, this list alone I was just looking at did not list pizza time as number two. See? I'm not sure what list they're basing that off of. I think that's the thing, is you have so many different ratings, so many different, like, people who are making the list of the best pizzas or whatever. So it's, like, according to who? It's not Uh, truly number two out of all of the United States. I wonder if it was some rating. um, Was it TripAdvisor? I think it was TripAdvisor. I mean, I guess it's like you you go off of trustworthy sources, I suppose. Yeah. I don't have strong opinions either way about TripAdvisor, I guess. Okay, here we go. Rank second best pizza in the United States. Yep, TripAdvisor. What, did, what is TripAdvisor? TripAdvisor has nothing to do with food. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, like maybe they I they. Oh <laughs> no! I was trying to make it make sense, and I think you're right. I don't really know why they care about pizza. Okay, well, according to TripAdvisor, then which TripAdvisor is like for like things to do on a trip. They're not like. World I guess class. that's a thing to do on a trip, like go see world's number two pizza. World's Numbers 2 Pizza. (laughs) So the first one is Juliana's Pizza in New York, New York. Go figure. Of course it's New York, New York. Then second is still Pizza Time, which I think Pizza Time was number one for a while. Was it? I thought it was. Hmm. Then we got a place in Alaska. Then we got another place in New York. Go figure. Then a place in San Francisco, Boston, Atlanta. Palm Springs, New Haven, Connecticut, huh? Really? And then New York again. So New York has four pizza spots on the top ten for TripAdvisor. So I, I don't know. I don't know about that. 
Anyway, though, I think that uh, first half of this podcast talk about food. And <laughs> I was just going to say. We're not hungry. It, <laughs> <laughs> we're not hungry. But I did. I mean, the last podcast I said two things I love, and one of them was food. So. And that was like things we're like looking forward to for our trip was specifically yeah. pizza time now that we are mature. Mature. Pizza eaters. That's right. That's right. And Bajangles. So. Bajangles. <laughs> <laughs> Good old bajangles. Yeah, yeah, you like see a... why I'm a sass? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see why you're a sass. <laughs> uh, Look. Yeah. It's been a long day. Now, what you didn't know about our trip down to San Augustine is that I had two secret stops to make. That's true. Ironically, both were in North Carolina. Um, one was in Asheville, North Carolina. The other is was in Hendersonville, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Um, North Carolina is a beautiful state. The, yeah. The, the parts that we went that were off the highway, driving through the cities, um, it was just, I I think that uh, North Carolina is a, a cool state that I would like to explore more. It's a wide state, so yeah. I mean, there's still stuff that we just saw kind of the western side of, of the state. but We didn't so, even see that much, though, because we didn't have a whole lot of time. Right. So, yeah. like, we could explore so much more. Much more. And we saw a little bit of Tennessee. That was, that mm-hmm. was dope, too. Also Around the mountains. Um, so we stopped on the way down in Hendersonville, North Carolina, about halfway from our trip. We uh, stayed in this inn. It was a bed and breakfast uh, that was mm-hmm. in the mountains. It was it, so the top peaceful. Of the mountains. Very quiet. Um, very tranquil. Is that the word? Yeah. Right. Bed was kind of meh, uh, which is fine. It's a bed and breakfast, but the bed, I thought the bed was going to be, you know, it's a bed and breakfast, but it was <laughs> meh. That's my first experience at bed and breakfast, so that's fine. Shower was kind of meh, which is fine. Yeah. But it was like a, they were going for the old timey feeling, and I think that, uh, um, it was cozy. It was a fireplace. Yeah. The owners were nice. They greeted us great. Um, and the dinner there was great. Everything, everyone was really nice. It was really nice, very quiet. And, uh, that was really cool. Yeah. The The whole purpose of stopping there though, was that I thought that it was close to the main port we're going to go to, which was actually not close. It was 45 minutes away. Hmm. Uh, and that was to the YMCA camp Greenville, uh, which is also known as the pretty place. So I posted pictures of this on my Instagram, if you want to look at that. It's uh, at Carlisa Games. Um, it's an overlook, a very scenic overlook in the middle of these mountains, looking down at a bunch of mountains. And, uh, I mean, the sunrise there was probably the best sunrise I've ever seen in my entire life. Just coming up past the mountains and all the colors, the crazy colors. There was a bunch of fog and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was like 200 people there. We got there at 7 a.m., there's 200 people there, and they were just sitting there in the quiet, like they were, I don't know, robots. But they just kind of enjoying the peace and quiet of uh, uh, of that area. And then the sun rose, and then people were cheering, and someone asked someone out for prom, and it was it was wild. Things went went wild when the sun rose. Yeah, a bunch of cars were coming down the road. Almost got in an accident. Is <laughs> <laughs> this crazy? We drove up this mountain for like twenty minutes to get to this place. In and out of North and South Carolina. Right. This is very nice. I highly recommend it. If you're in North Carolina, you want to see a very scenic place. That place was dope. Yeah, it was really amazing. Like I think I definitely agree with you. Best sunrise, sunset that. Some like sun not fully in the sky. You know what I mean. Yes. Best yes. like sunrise and sunset. <laughs> we stayed there. I'm combining all it day. With, <laughs> I'm combining it with all the sunrises, all the sunsets we've seen. Yes. It's the best. It's the best. It wins. It wins. Very nice. Number one sunset in the United States. Wow. Number one. Number one. Damn. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, there's probably we haven't seen it yet. There's probably better places, but that place. Nope. Take okay. TripAdvisor number one. TripAdvisor number one. So if you're in North Carolina, stop there. Um, we were at the Echo Mountain Inn mm-hmm. for bed and breakfast. Yeah, that place, place was beautiful. Yeah, we'd we go back. We had um, when we were eating breakfast and and dinner, um, like the restaurant portion is um, overlooking 
the mountains. Too. Yeah, that's right. So we did see the sunset um, when we had dinner. Yeah. And that was really yeah. pretty. From a different angle. Yeah. Di- just really cool, like, I don't know, cool scenery. And it just wasn't very busy, which was surprising. It was really quiet, not a lot of people there. And I don't know, just very restful. Mm-hmm. A lot of mountain driving, though. I'll tell you what, that's dangerous, scary, spooky. Uh, especially navigating up the mountain to the pretty place chapel. That was uh, that was pretty spooky. Yeah, I mean, it was dark when you were driving. Yeah. There. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever been that nervous driving ever than that. And I've driven buses in bad weather and slid in a bus, driving, drifting buses, all those things. In a bus, big, big vehicle, not as spooky as that. Uh, and so then on the way back, we stopped again in North Carolina at, um, Asheville and we went to the Biltmore estate, mm-hmm. which you didn't know we were going there. That was a nope. surprise. Um, that place was, uh, basically if you're from Ohio and Northeast Ohio specifically, you should know about Stan Hewitt Hall. Which is a like a, a mansion that is preserved pretty much like it was originally. And the family owns it, and they made a museum or whatever. Biltmore Estate, same thing, except it's like ten times bigger than than San Hewitt Hall. Um, it's uh, like six thousand acres or something like that. It's like twenty five bathrooms and bedrooms or something like this. It was ridiculous. He had like a reading room, a a spring room, and the husband and wife there had separate rooms and it was wild lots of walking mm-hmm. um they had the best backyard ever yeah <laughs> it's just this big long walkway and all you see is just mountains everywhere it was crazy beautiful like um it almost looked like it was out of a movie yeah every room every room in the in the place uh, the library, the bedrooms, the sitting rooms, like, all had windows with mountain views. It was just yeah. amazing. They had them all closed, too, though. Super lame. Yeah. I didn't like how I was like, come on, let me see outside. Uh, his name was George Vanderbilt. Uh, and I swear, sometimes we heard some weird noises in that place. And I think that was George coming out to, like, why are you in my house? But this place is not free, unlike the pretty place. Uh, which could cost you a life if you drive off the ledge. Uh, uh, Biltmore was $90 a ticket, which was unbelievable. You would think that um, that doesn't make sense, especially we've been to Stan Hewitt, and Stan Hewitt was like 40 or 50. But when you go there and how long the tour was, which was about an hour um, walking. Which it could have honestly been longer because we didn't yeah. even go to the gardens. Yeah, they give you these uh, old school like <laughs> like cell phones almost, like the old brick ones, but it's just like the long part. And you put that up to your ear and you listen to this guy talk about the room and I could care less. I just want to look at it. Uh, but they're like explaining a whole bunch of things and, and uh, each room has its own code and stuff if you've ever done tours like that. Um, I just wanted to like just kind of – look at it and like be in awe but i'm listening to this person talk so i kind of gave up towards the end and we just started mm. skipping ahead of people and stuff which which was which was pretty funny but he had a huge pool just like stan hewitt hall but bigger yeah and um they had a leak problem what was it how many gallons was it do you remember oh i don't remember it's like 100 gallons maybe or 66 gallons and they filled it up they swam they went to bed next day all the water in the pool had leaked to the basement which is pretty wild. Uh, and I don't know what happened after that, but I was just like, it's just a huge pool. Mm. And the place was beautiful. I mean, the sights were like, um, I mean, really breathtaking. And that guy really had a good idea. Super rich. And I'm unsure why the family uh, d- doesn't just um, keep that <laughs> instead of putting it <laughs> as a museum. But I, I mean, honestly, then very, we wouldn't see it. It's yeah. a very big place to live in now and yeah. manage so I true don't know. How long which how it... those people getting paid and how do they have trolleys and all these AD vehicles because they're charging 90 bucks a ticket yeah. but also i feel like the, it because it's maybe a museum 
maybe there's some federal funding it gets as well. But it's just, it doesn't make sense how many people were there and how they're paying all those people. What were you saying? You said what? Oh, I was going to say, like, the place was so big. It took us, what, 30 minutes to get out of oh, there? Oh, yeah. Like, so we're driving through all these acres. We're passing, like, you can... There's lodging that you can stay there. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's, like, a little village. There's a winery. Like, um, there's, like, multiple ponds and lakes. It took us, like, 30 minutes to drive out of this place. And it's not like there was traffic or anything. It was just how long, how much estate there was. Yeah, it was, like, three Very miles. Very pretty and scenic, but it was. we were just, like, amazed at... How long it took us to get out of there. Yeah. Three, at least three miles, but it was like three windy miles. Mm -hmm. So it felt like it took a lot longer to uh, get out. But it was very strategic because you had to go past the gardens. And then, oh, maybe I want to stop at the garden gift shop for a little bit. (laughs) And then you keep driving. It's like, oh, maybe I want to, oh, here's the the inn. Maybe I want to stay in the inn for a little bit. Uh, then you keep driving, and then there's like Here's horses. A third gift shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's the exit gate gift shop. It's like, oh, last chance to get something. Very strategic. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, 6,000 acres is nuts. So, yeah. Nuts on my land. Um, so that was cool. That was a cool trip. I definitely wanted to, to see North Carolina more. I don't mm-hmm. know how that's, what that looks like because we also want to go to Alaska. I want to see, see what that looks like. And. Um, there's just a bunch of places. I'm very envious of people who um, can travel. You know, I think one of the things that people like I would do, like, oh, I got a bunch of money. Like, uh, is, people are like, I want to travel and go to Europe and stuff like that. But I'm like, dude, there's a bunch of stuff just local here that that is is cool to see first before trying to go overseas somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, Biltmore is tight. Like, seeing that place, in North Carolina, like, you can't beat that yeah so uh speaking of money i thought i'd break up our conversation a little bit and bring in some good news because this is a podcast about good news we talked about this uh i showed you a picture of this this week and i figured i'd share with the folks here because this seems to be a common story and i'm not sure why it's happening to everyone but but not us (laughs) (laughs) but uh, uh this lady accidentally purchases a lottery ticket and it was for $10 million. She won $10 million because she accidentally purchased a lottery ticket. Like she didn't want that lottery ticket. A lady, a root customer accidentally made her get a different scratch off, which led her to win $10 $10 million. She said the lady bumped her, uh, which as she was going to press the button, can you imagine this? Going to press a button for a lottery ticket that you know you're going to not win a lot of money on. And the lady bumped her and she hit the wrong button on the machine and she got a $30 ticket. She didn't want that. And Was it an accident? It was an accident. This article makes sure she says a lot. She's irritated. She got the wrong ticket. She sat down in her car, began scratching out the ticket, and her frustration obviously turned into uh, rage. I mean, I don't even know the word that you could change that to from winning ten million dollars, dude. It's a probably crazy. shock. I imagine yeah. like she probably had to like look at it multiple times for sure. Yeah, like the times that we won just a little bit, like on our cruises <laughs> in the casino, yeah, like it's like a hundred dollars. We were like, "What? Yeah. Like we're doubled? Like looking at it? Like that can't be right? I can't imagine." She was so she pulled over, she looked again and again. She scanned it with her app, and she's like, I, "This can't be right." But oh, baby, was it right? And she says she's planning on buying a house, of course. <laughs> Good start. And she's gonna start a nonprofit with the money. So mm-hmm. that's very noble of her for uh, that second thing, yeah. which she may or may not actually do, or she just could be saying that for the news. But I'm I'm not going to doubt her. Now, the only problem is is that she gave out her first and last name. I don't know how this works with the lottery. They don't offer you protection or anything, but if we won $10 million, I don't know if you legally uh, have to give out your first and last name, but I would not want people to know that I won $10 million. 
Because uh, people are going to want handouts or people people know where you live. People could um, threaten you. You know, I feel like people change a little bit differently when there's a bunch of money in the picture like that. So I don't know. I, I was just listening to Dave Ramsey uh, clip where this kid is getting he's 17 years old and he's getting like seven million dollars or something like that. As soon as he turns Dang. 18. He's like, what do I do? I'm like, oof, that's tough. And those guys are like, oh, yeah, I mean, just be prepared. Family's going to start guilting you. People are going to come out of nowhere asking you for money and for you to do things. And it's like, nope, you know, invest it, blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of things you could do. So I just like, I would want people to know that. And she's not getting $2 million, obviously. She's getting like, if she cashes it all, she'll get like, what, 6 or $7 million, which is still life-changing. Right. Um, the crazy thing is also she put in $40. So if she didn't put in enough money, she wouldn't have got that $30 one <laughs> to, yeah. to win the $10 million. So there's a little bit of good news for you on the, uh, five minutes of good stuff. Although we're at 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned also last week about movies cause I don't typically do movie reviews here. Uh, but I mentioned about Morbius, the movies that are coming this month, Morbius, Sonic, Fantastic Beasts, and the Nick Cage movie, which I would was not going to see in theaters. Now, ironically, all three of those movies, besides Nick Cage, are getting very bad reviews. Sonic is? <laughs> well, Sonic's at 68%. So it, it did jump up. It was at 61% at one point. Critics. I only based off of critics. I don't know about you guys, but... These audience reviews sometimes are, are are people who don't know good movies or are kids or are just reviewing it because people said bad things about the movie. So they're going to give it a five star because people said bad things about the movie, which is not how you review a movie. But if you look through the audience reviews, there's a bunch of mixtures of that. And I don't trust the audience. We've tried that before and we've seen bad movies. But... 98% is the audience for Sonic 2. 68% oh. for critics. So it's jumped up. Um, uh, Morbius got 17%. It's the second lowest <laughs> Marvel movie. What was the first? Fantastic Four from 2015. Oh, my God. So they're right there. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts is at 62%. Uh, critics are now. Now, I, w- I did say I was going to go to see Fantastic Beasts because we saw the other two in theaters. And I wasn't going to see the other one, but go check this out. The Cage movie is at 100% Rotten Tomatoes right now. By the critics? Critics. Wow. Now, this doesn't come out until... I think it's the end of April. So that could definitely change. But right now, it's at 100%. So the movie I wasn't planning to go see... In theaters is the best rated movie out of all the movies. But I'll probably still go see Fantastic Beasts. So our general rule, oh, my general rule, I'm going to pay $25 and probably a little more because I get a drink to go see a movie. I want to see a movie that's at least decent. Mm -hmm. And we usually go by the critics and we only really go see some of them if it's over 60%. Because why would you go see a movie that's 50%? Because that's pretty much a DNF. So at least get to sixty, and then you're you're passing. This is our rule of thumb. You don't have to like that. You could go see Sonic. I know someone who went to go see Morbius, and I said, "Why would you do that?" What did they say? Did they regret it? Well, the uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it came down to. Uh, so I mean, we may go see Sonic. I, I'm not sure about that just yet. We saw the first one in theaters, but I, I don't know if I'm. I don't know. Um, but. We were listening to another podcast on our way down or up from Florida, and uh, he brought up something funny about Marvel superheroes. It's superheroes in general. Super, uh, mostly Marvel superheroes. Yeah, mostly Marvel. So Morbius is a, a movie about a guy named Michael Morbius, who he points out it's funny because like people are looking for this vigilante Morbius. And this guy's name, ironically, is Michael Morbius. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know how this conversation works. I didn't see the movie, so I can't tell you at all. But that prompted me to look up and see, are there any other characters that Marvel has made that have 
first and last names with the same initial, uh, which there were more than I could have imagined. Really? Yeah, it's actually very weird. Uh, some of these characters I don't know. I'll name the ones that we may all know. But I'm not sure if because they were constantly high in the early 60s and 70s when they're writing these characters, or they thought that it's like uh, geeky or cool for them to have the same initial uh, as the first and last name, the same letter. I don't know. But here we go. I'll name a couple that you'll know. We got uh, Scott Summers. Brian is texting me a lot right now, and I don't know why. Doesn't he, he know what you're doing? <laughs> he was supposed to play video games with me earlier today. Maybe he wants to be a guest star. Remember the time you called him? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Are you alive? Hello, hello. <laughs> He's fucking, <it> <laughs> he was supposed to play with me at like 9.30, and it's, it's 11 o'clock. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Matt Murdock. Oh, my gosh. Wade Wilson. Here's your favorite, Victor Von Doom. Oh, can we, like, you know, you're, you know, it's a bad guy. You know, he's a bad guy. Yeah, you, you, with someone with a name like Victor Van Doom, you know, he's the guy. Uh, Otto Octavius, we saw that one from, uh, uh, when they make fun of that Spider Man. Stephen Strange. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know why Norman Osborne. Born is on there. That's strange. What? Bruce Banner, Jessica Jones, Susan Storm. <laughs> wow, they really do it a lot. Reed Richards, uh, Bucky Barnes, Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Rocket Raccoon, Silver Surfer. Which I don't know if that's really Pepper Potts. Oh my gosh! There's just so many. Of I'm them. not going to be able to un see slash unhear this it's yeah so in the future i just don't know why they did uh, i'm gonna call brian real quick because uh see <laughs> he keeps texting me so he's gonna be a part of this podcast but i don't understand Surprise guest. why they uh why they keep doing this hey uh we're recording a podcast because i waited for you for uh about three hours to play video games you didn't text me. You said you'd text no me. no see when you left i said you you say you're gonna watch a TV show. I said, okay, well, you text me when you're ready to play because you're going to be finishing a TV show. Okay, well, you better start drinking your coffee. <laughs> I'm not drinking <laughs> my coffee. It's way too late to play video games. No, it's not. Uh, it is. It is. It's very. It's very very late. You have nothing to do tomorrow. Uh, actually, I can get up at nine thirty. Uh, no, no, no. I got a meeting at nine thirty. Yeah, not really. Uh, hey, you see Lock and Key? I can't believe you betray me like this. Have you ever seen the the TV show Lock and Key? <laughs> <laughs> because he would hang up, huh? <laughs> Truth is out there. Yeah, so uh, uh, there are... A bunch of superheroes, and like no one in the in these superhero worlds know that it's weird that they have uh, the same first initial and last. So here's what I'm thinking. Yes, uh, we have the last name Howard. So what? What can we, what Huey can we Howard. name? Howard. Healy Howard. Huey. Huey Howard. Okay, I was thinking like Harvey Howard. How about that? We could even go Howard Howard. That would be too much. He would definitely become a villain. Okay. All right. What about, uh, uh, let's see. Harriet. Harry. Hunter. Hunter Howard. Or. Uh, Hank. Hank Howard. Harry Howard. Harry Hagrid Howard. Mm-hmm. There we go. Hagrid Harry Triple Howard. H. Triple H. <laughs> All right. So our last little bit here. Um, before we wrap up, I think we hit everything, but, uh, Brian there gave us a good segue Ooh. because, uh, we're, we're starting a new show called lock and key. Uh, and so, uh, you've probably known this already by listening to this, but it's very easy for us to be critical and that's okay. 
Okay, because there there is a need for criticism, and there you, you just can't like you just can't watch something and take it all in. Okay, the, you need to understand that things need to be critiqued. Everything needs to be critiqued, and we are the people who we are the balancers. Okay, we people, keep the justice. We're the people who did not give Morbius five stars. Okay, because obviously. Everyone's saying it's 17%, and someone out there is giving Morbius a five-star rating. So something's wrong there. Um, but we started Lock and Key, and I was excited to start Lock and Key because uh, it's kind of a magical show, magic show. And I've been trying to find... Fantasy. Fantasy, that's the right word. Trying to find something on the fantasy, but more magic side of things. Because it's been a while since I've seen a good magic show. We watched The Witcher, and the season one was kind of confusing... And season two was trash. And that's very sad because I like Henry uh, Cavill. And um, honestly, it, it, you know, he could have done better, I guess. And so. It might not have been him. It might have been. The writing? Yeah. So yeah, then we right. started Lock and Key because we finished uh, Murderville, which is a very good show. That was funny. I highly recommend it for those who like uh, comedy but also murder mystery. And I was like, okay, I want to lock and key is on our watch list. Let's knock it out. So we're like four, five episodes in, and it is such a bad show. So bad. <laughs> such a bad show. I, I, uh, uh, I, we, when we watch a show, we usually give it three episodes try. I think everyone should at least give it three episodes because there's always that one episode where you just have to talk the whole time. And, you know, there's the, you got a backstory, everything. And so I'm like, we made it past three. I'm like, let's just push through the first season. Maybe we'll get better. But uh, the writing is, uh, and you were telling me it's from a book or comic, right? I think a graphic novel, yeah. A graphic novel. So that that makes a lot of sense why the acting is weird. But this is one scene that, uh, and this is going to be a spoiler, but they get these. But no one's ever watched it. (laughs) That has ever lived, so it doesn't matter. No one's going to watch this show. <laughs> You've asked how many people. <laughs> so go on. <laughs> so they move into this house, and they know something is weird is happening, because this house is obviously a spooky old house. They find these keys, which are they figure out are magical keys, and they do weird stuff. There's one key that you can uh, die and become a ghost. Okay. Temporarily. Temporarily. Uh, until you go back to your body, which is a strange thing. There's another key that uh, opens up a, a keyhole in the back of your neck and you turn it and it's basically you enter your mind. Like physically. Physically and access memories. There's a key that you can turn into this box and literally control people. Very dangerous things. And these teenagers who are like maybe 17. 14 and then there's like a 10 year old or 11 year old they can only have access to the keys the adults don't know anything about the keys there's something about adults not being able to see that so obviously any sane adult i'm sorry sane kid who knows they have these magical keys who do magic because they live in a world where magic isn't real uh and also side note there's this villain lady chasing them and they she wants the keys so they know that something's wrong with these keys you would think they wouldn't use the keys right (laughs) but the show insists that they must use the keys in all the terrible ways that doesn't make sense so i'll give you a couple examples and you could chime in too if you have an example the one example the chick who they all have made several agreements not to use the keys but they keep using the keys she decided to use the key to go into her mind, which apparently can go into your mind and take things out of your mind to the physical world. So she went to her mind and took out her fear. There's like a monster in her head that is a personification of her fear. Yeah, this was maybe the worst. She took out her fear in the woods. So she, uh, also, sorry, when you twist the key to go into your mind, you your body stands there and you go like into a lifeless form trance trance and you're just standing there with your head bent and a key in you 
So she goes in, she brings out her fear and stabs it to death. She kills her fear and buries it in the real world for someone to find eventually in the woods because she doesn't like that she's fearful of things. So she takes out her fear and kills it. And that was the most logical thing with these keys that she has no idea the repercussions of to do. And this is like day. And like a maybe that was a maybe permanent thing. Right. Like, I guess we'll maybe see if I don't know. I mean, there's I going to. to be consequences, but right. like, oh, you don't know if we're going to keep watching it. I would be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, maybe she gets it back. But it seems like that was pretty permanent. So she has no fear for any repercussions or anything now. This was day two or one after figuring out that what that key does. Yeah. Like, she immediately, they, she went in to her head with her brother and they were like, oh, we never want to do this alone. Like, never do this by yourself. <laughs> Have someone go with you. And then literally the next day goes in by, by herself autonomously decides that she's going to kill her fear. Yeah. And what was the reason she killed her fear? Like she was going to go on a date with a boy and then she was afraid to go or something. Yeah. And then she, she like showed up him. and then walked away like stupid. Yeah. And that killing her fear allowed her to go kiss a guy that she just met a day ago. Okay. So that and dye her hair. Don't forget. Now she, she has dye. pink hair. Yeah, now she's, so a, she's a rebel. Not and, afraid of the hair. Color. And she's not afraid to tell her mom that she's a bad mom. <laughs> This is like so. It's such a show for teenagers. I, I think the music. There, she yeah. had. A, can I just rant for a second? Come on. She had a um, all these posters in her in her room, and oh, what was it? My. It wasn't my chemical. My romance. mild romance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like oh my gosh. Anyway. There, there definitely is a weirdness of audience. I, I don't understand the audience of this show, but like, it, I mean, it was good enough to have two seasons. So, I mean, Netflix is very particular on. They just canceled the Archive eighty one, which was a yeah. good show. So they're very particular about what they renew. Ridiculous. The other weird thing was they have this key that controls anyone, and, and they the can same do anything. Girl making these same stupid decisions, and the same girl who doesn't have fear anymore. Decided to control a girl very publicly. At school. At school in front of everyone and tell her to like do very weird things. Like pour a ranch on her head. Yeah. Climb up on the cafeteria table and like break dance. It was very strange. But here's the thing. Someone found out that they're doing that and she didn't care because she didn't have her fear. So a student literally walked up behind her and was like, Oh, it looks like you're like puppeteering her. And she was like, yep, I am. Magic is real. Look at this key. And okay. She doesn't have fear. So fine. Maybe she didn't realize that was stupid, but her boyfriend who does, he still has his fear and all of his normal human emotions intact. He went along with it. Yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, we're controlling her. Well, fear and common sense are two different things. So she doesn't have, that I mean, but obviously she's fourteen or whatever. But so. like he has all his, all of his stuff. Yeah, he's all, got all, no excuse. All of his brain stuff. <laughs> all of his brain stuff. He hasn't gone in his there. mind yet and and taken out his fear. And he was like, "Yeah, guess what? This we are currently controlling this girl right now." And he, then this boy was like, "Oh, let me get on that." Like, yeah. stupid. It's very strange. Anyway, continue. Sorry. So we say all of this to say that. Uh, if anyone has watched Lock and Key, uh, uh, you know, are you feeling the same way we're feeling on this, uh, or are we crazy? We're not being. I don't think we're being overcritical because or maybe you're 15 and maybe, and maybe you 15. like it. And sorry, and they're just like. Also, the mom is never there. Oh my like, gosh, uh, she was gone for like a whole night. She's gone for an entire the teacher, day. Oh my spoil. Should I not? No, no, don't say that. Okay. They don't want to spoil everything. Just those two big things. But the the relationship with everyone's very weird, and people are doing very stupid things that aren't really realistic. And and I know it's a show, and like you you want to fall you want to fall into the show, and like become a part of the world, which we can do. We have done before, uh, when it's a good written movie or show like we've you know like uh what was the other show that we watched that we really got into that was really cool um recently yeah it was oh man what was the name of the show was it before murderville yeah it wasn't witcher it wasn't uh i can't remember the name of the show wow 
Must not have been that good. <laughs> <laughs> what we do in the shadows, we, uh, we liked. Oh, Re- my gosh. We got Reservoir. Reservoir Dogs. A reservoir Reservoir Nation. No, it's dogs. Was it Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. Reservoir, reservoir Dogs, which was a really good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. And we got into that. And we the characters. Yeah. we I mean, that was, that was a very well-written show. Um, but, yes. I also say that to, if you know of a magic show. Fantasy. Fantasy magic you keep show. Magic and like when I Google that, you think of that yeah. it comes up with magic for humans and That was um, a good show. Also kind of spooky. Oh, he's very so good. Also kind of spooky. Fantasy. Fantasy. So I need a, need a fa- I need a good fantasy show. <laughs> fantasy <laughs> that is magic based that is uh is interesting to to watch, okay? I have The Order on Netflix. It's called The Order, which is also a fantasy magic and we're going to try to watch a little more Lock and Key and see what happens. I heard from one person, American Gods. I did good. I did hear about American Gods. That could be it, too. But I, I just I'm like, I just don't want Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts to be the only fantasy show that, that I watch, you know? <laughs> I'd rather watch something more than Harry Potter and Fantastic And, and they, they have issues, too, but they're... I think they're overall just better. The world building the is world really building. good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It doesn't feel sloppily put together. Although there's like loopholes and things that don't make there's sense. There's big loophole. Like, time turner. Yes. Time, time turner. turner. Yes. We all know how you feel about that. Well, yes. But for the most part, like, I feel like there was a lot of intentionality and like, yeah, good world building. This, this show, like this, the, the two older kids are at school and then the 10 year old's at home by himself. And I'm like, Aren't you supposed to be in school? Not believable. Things like that. Not believable. Little things that like you could so easily just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh so I think I think we're good. And that's you know, here's the thing. If you've listened this far, I uh, super applaud you and appreciate you for listening. Uh two, this is an auto audio diary. So uh when we're looking back on this ten years ago. Or 20 years ago, or, you know, our kids are looking back at this. You mean from now? From now. What did I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 See, years ago. No, like, if you're listening to it now, which could be 10 years in the future, okay? So 10 years ago, 20 <laughs> years ago. This is how we are. And, and th- this ain't going to change. Uh, no, I don't think we're going to be less critical of movies. Okay. Um, but it's just cool to look, listen back and be like, ah, yes, I do remember that. And I'm glad that we recorded this because that's exactly the truth. And it's good to reflect on that. Or if you're our friends, you, you, this is maybe you're like, oh, I want to know what's going on in your life. This is some of the things that have been going on in our life. So, um, yes, thank you for coming on our show, Kayleezy. I appreciate your input as always and your feistiness. Thank you. Uh, was there anything else that you want to talk about before we head out? Okay, that was very quiet. Uh, I hope that people heard that <laughs> because she's like la- she's sitting leaning back, way away from the mic. Look, I was real loud before. Yeah, you lost it. Now you're tired. All the talking made you tired. A little bit. Very good. That's okay. Um, this is a great episode. We got to talk a lot. Brian came on. He gave a, a special guest. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to end on something special. So if you made it this far. Uh, I want to share with you guys a song, okay? This is from our audio engineer. You know our our audio engineers? Yes. What's his name? Angelo. Angelo. You said that very quiet again. Angelo. Angelo, <laughs> Angelo Aristide, he finally released his song, uh, South Dakota. Aww. And I promised him that I would make sure I give him a good plug, and so he's going to be our outro song. Big debut. It's, well, I don't know about... Well, there's 12 to 14 people who will possibly hear this. Mm-hmm. And I want to give him a good outro, and I'll probably play it again on a shorter episode just because it, it, who knows if anyone's going to get to this point of the episode. But Angelo's going to take it away. He's our sound engineer. You can find him out on Spotify. Uh, and, uh, yeah, give his song a couple listens and a like on Spotify. Thank you so much, Kaylee, for coming. And uh, we'll, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hmm.